Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. It is Friday. Yay, Friday. Welcome to the podcast. Today is February 3rd, and I'm going to be picking up a discussion that I started last Wednesday with my friend Dorinda Wilson about uh, spanking and whether or not spanking was ever appropriate. If you missed that podcast, uh, you can go back and listen to it. Everything that we are doing at the podcast uh, currently is going to be transcribed. So you're going to be able to read these podcasts as well as listen to them. Also, the scripture references that, uh, that we refer back to and any articles that we quote can be found in the show notes. So if you're interested in, I know a lot of you are listening on Stitcher and on iTunes, if you head on over to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast, you can actually download the show notes. Uh, Really quickly too, I want to remind you that we have just started, I guess I'm not reminding you, I'm reminding myself because I haven't told you, (laughs) (laughs) but we have started a new scripture writing challenge. Dorinda's laughing at me because that's her job. So we have started- started a new scripture writing challenge uh, for the month of February. I hope that you will check that out. I have been scripture writing uh, with many of you now for for over a year, and I am loving to see what's happening. And I want to tell you about something that's going on. We are actually um, doing a scripture writing challenge this month. So what that means is that if you follow me on Instagram, I know some of you are bummed out about that, but this is where I do it. You got to be following me on Instagram. Um, I, you can find me at Heidi St. John, and we are going to be talking this month in our scripture writing about how it looks to live like you love Jesus. What does it look like to live like we love Jesus? The Bible says that we love because he first loved us. So my uh, my whole focus for the month of February is um, on verses that are going to help you live like you love the Lord. And so uh, if you have never done this with me before, I want to just encourage you to do it. Um, We are going to be, and you for those of you who are doing the 2016 one, I know a whole bunch of you bought that uh, bought that challenge. And if if anybody's interested in the print version, you can do that. It can either it can be any of the scripture writing challenges that I've done for the month of February. But the way that you enter is that you tag me in a picture of your scripture writing, and you tag a friend, and you have to use the hashtag um, HSJ Heidi St John scripture writing. So we're going to be giving some stuff away. We're giving away uh, Tyndale's Inspire Bible, which I know Dorinda loves, and also uh, one of my brand new necklaces. So we're going to be giving stuff away. I'm going to try to uh, encourage you with a little bit of prizes. (laughs) So follow me over on Instagram and start scripture writing with me. It's something that literally can change your life. Um, One thing, and and Dorinda, I haven't introduced Dorinda, but I know that she's there because she's laughing. So hey, Dorinda. (laughs) Hey, Heidi. I'm glad you're back again. I'm glad I'm back, too. We always end up laughing. I know. Well, it's, you know what, when you've got 15 kids between, you know, friends, at some point it has to be funny. (laughs) 
So yes, and at some point, sometimes it's, it's slightly a maniacal laugh, right? It is. I mean, yes. Yeah. That, yeah. But it's good medicine. Good medicine. <laughs> laughter is <laughs> laughter is good medicine. Well, I was going to say we're giving away uh, the Tyndale Inspire Bible, which is kind of a journaling awesome. Bible. But I was mm-hmm. going to tell the listeners, I don't know if I told you this or not, or maybe I've even sent one of these to you, but I've been doing my scripture writing on index cards. Sometimes I do it in my Bible, um, but I love to do them on index cards, and I've been giving them to my kids. So if, oh, cool. you know, kind of keeping them, and then, you know, if something comes up, or like the name of a child or somebody that, you know, my husband or a friend or whatever will come to my mind, and you can just pop that little index card in the mail and send it to somebody and say, hey, I was thinking about you while I wrote this. It's a really cool way to bless somebody else while you do your scripture writing. So it's kind of a double blessing. Yeah, I love it too. All right, so we want to talk a little bit today, kind of taking off on, so on Wednesday, we talked about um, the importance of spanking. And even though Mm -hmm. the culture says, you know, you should never touch a child, should never hurt a child, there's a big difference between abusing a child and spanking a child. And I think that we made a pretty good case for that. But I don't want to... Uh, neglect the other part of that, which is the parent's responsibility. And for those of you who have n- never heard me speak before, I grew up in a home where um, spanking was frequently abused. And I, I grew up uh, in a very abusive, uh, a physically and emotionally and verbally abusive environment. And so that is not what we are talking about. And I want to make myself very, very right. clear. People you equate spanking with abuse all the time. And that was never God's heart. Uh, it's not his heart no, toward it us either. And it- that's right. It's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Right, exactly. And so we want to take the parts of God's word that uh, that he gives us clear instruction and lean into that instruction. And part of the instruction that he gives us with regard to disciplining our children is found in Ephesians and Colossians. The Apostle Paul addresses this issue of discipline, and he starts out in Ephesians 6, verse 4, by saying, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead... Bring them up in the training, there's that word again, training and instruction of the Lord. And in Colossians 3, verse 21, he says, fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. And I, I will, I'll just be honest and, and say, I have frustrated my children before. And usually when I frustrate my children, it's because I said I would do something and I didn't, or because I have allowed myself to get so frustrated by their behavior that I lash out and I say things I didn't mean to say or I shouldn't have said. Maybe right. I did mean to say it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said right. it. Right, But uh, But boy, in, you do that consistently and your kids are going to be angry with you. That's right. And, and that does stir up anger in children. It's very, very true. And sometimes, I don't know, do you find it difficult to see the difference between when your child is exasperated and when they're just kind of rebellious. I mean, there's just, mm-hmm. I think there's just this line there that you just have to pray over and ask the Lord for discernment mm-hmm. on. But um, yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. It's a, it's a tough one. Parenting is tough. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. And I think, you know, the, you know, my husband and I were praying together the other day, just praying over our children, which we do every day. And at, at one point, um, you know, I've been feeling emotional lately, probably because I'm I'm burning the candle at you know every conceivable end right now. With my uh, sister brought her triplets home from the hospital, and uh, I'm trying to get up a, a schedule to go help her, and things happening with our own kids. Mm-hmm. And as I was praying over our two little ones, you know, we bring you know all kinds of things before the Lord every day. But as I was praying over the two little ones, I was just like, Lord, just please help us not to grow weary 
in mm-hmm. training up these children for you because you can easily just go, you know what, listen to whatever you want. You know what, just watch whatever right. you want to on television or or whatever. And it's because you're tired. And the flip side of that exactly. is you lash out and you exasperate your children. And I think what you said, Dorinda, is absolutely right. If we're not uh, in walking with the Holy Spirit, we're not going to know when we've crossed that line with our That's kids. Right. We got to be listening. That's right. And Exactly. And I think, you know, you talk about exasperating our children. I, I think you're, you nailed it when you said we exasperate them when we are exasperated. Mm-hmm. And so it's so hard um, as, uh, you know, as we're busy parents, we're uh, busy moms, and sometimes we spread ourselves too thin. And it costs us when we start seeing that result with our children that we're starting to get uh we're starting to be impatient with them and we're all getting exasperated with each other. It's a good time to step back because, um, and reevaluate what we're committing ourselves to because, um, ultimately our responsibility is that we have a, we have a duty before God to our children to discipline them the way he tells us to. And if we can't do that because we're so, uh, burnt out and worn thin, um, just like you were, you know, you were praying about not growing weary. Um, it, uh, we just, we have to just be careful and we have to, and I think that's a good red flag to be paying attention to. So I, mm-hmm. I love the way God gives us those little, those words, exasperation, mm-hmm. you know, when you start to feel that or sense that happening in the family, then that's your red flag to stop and maybe reevaluate and yeah. think through whether your commitments are worth what's, what's happening with your family. And so yep. we're clearly called to, you know, discipline our children, uh, rightly before God first. And yeah. So, and um, then the blessing. It's a good way to prioritize. Well, yeah, the blessing follows it. One of the things I love about the Apostle Paul is, you know, he doesn't just, he, he always gives you an if and a then. So, you know, right. he's saying, if you exasperate, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And down in Colossians, he's like, right. don't embitter your children or they'll become discouraged. How many times have we, you know, looked in the eyes of our kids and you can tell when they're when they're just discouraged and you have gone, you know, you've crossed the line. You said something that you shouldn't have said. Right. I think this is really easy, especially with teenagers, uh, because, you know, part of you is just like, really, could we just get past this phase right now? And so then you say something and you have, have just, you've crossed the line. And I think once we see our children become discouraged, God's word is actually saying that the parents are going to be held accountable for that. God is going to hold mm-hmm. parents accountable for how they steward the training and instruction of his children. These kids belong to the Lord and they are on loan to us. And God has given us these children to raise and given us an instruction manual uh, to raise them with. And we're called to encourage each other to uh, to just to do it for the long haul yeah. and to do it without discouraging and exasperating our children. And that is kind of a tall order. It's a tall it order. Is. It is. And I I think as parents and as moms, we can actually be a great encouragement to each other. I know you and I have had many, many conversations where we've encouraged each other to just keep up that good work that we're doing with Mm -hmm. our kids. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's just an important thing to remember that we do need to encourage each other. And, um, and just, I I was, I I was sitting here and we can add this to the show notes. I have a a bunch of verses in front of me um, that actually talks about the parents' duty to the children. And it does include the discipline, but it also includes the verses on the exasperating. And I think it's important to be reminded of those bullet points. This is what God is saying is my responsibility as a parent. Yep, that's exactly right. We do women's conferences around the country and, uh, 
For those of you listening who don't know this, and I imagine a lot of you do, but for those of you who don't, Dorinda is not only my friend, she also works with me, and you are the coordinator for all of the Heidi St. John women's conferences around the country. And I'm wondering, can you just take like a minute and tell the women what's going on and where we're doing those and kind of the heart behind them? Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, in April, we're going to uh, be doing a conference, a fearless conference in uh, near Houston. So that's the end of April, and the registration is open for that. So you can get uh, go to uh, the Busy Mom and go to the events and you can or conferences there, and you can uh, uh, check it out there, all the details. And then we have another one coming up in May in just a little bit north of New York City. Hey. So super excited about that one, and registration should be open for that in within a week or two. Um, we are currently looking for uh, several locations for October and early November, and those areas would be um, Indianapolis and Tampa area in Florida and Dallas, Texas, and Southern California. So if anyone out there has a church that can hold about 300 women at roundtables, uh, contact me, podcast um, at thebusymom.com. Awesome. You guys are going to love this. You will be so blessed. So uh, get a hold of us if you're interested, and we hope to see you there. And the whole point, you know, we started out this this series talking about discipline. Um, I think we well, I, we get questions a lot about, you know, is spanking ever okay? And I think we've made a, a pretty mm-hmm. solid biblical case. Yes, it is okay, because God says this is a really good idea and we should do it. But I thought it was interesting Given what's happening in the culture right now, and you know we're seeing this huge backlash against uh, President Trump, who, by the way, I am thrilled beyond words at almost everything that that man has done since he's been in office, particularly his support mm-hmm. of the unborn. I know a lot of people were thinking that maybe he wasn't going to be a true pro-life president, and um, I think he's demonstrating right. that he definitely is uh, a pro-life mm-hmm. president. But I was thinking about all these kids who are marching in the streets and acting as if they have they have absolutely no self-governance at all. And the Bible says okay. in Proverbs 29, verse 15, the rod of correction imparts wisdom, but a child left to himself disgraces his mother. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, man, if that isn't what's happening in the streets Truer of the country, have never been spoken. It's so true. Yeah, I mean, it. We we do not want our children to grow up and be an embarrassment to us. We want to train them up and to encourage them. I want to just. There's a caveat to this, and I always feel whenever I speak on discipline and parenting anywhere, I always feel like it's important to know or important to say. And I know Dorinda that you feel the same way about this. You know, our responsibility as mothers is to do what God asks us to do. We are not responsible for what our children do with the instruction mm-hmm. that they have been given. And a lot of parents, I know a lot of them, who are struggling with kids who have, have walked away from the Lord, prodigal children, kids who've gotten into drugs and started hanging out with the wrong group of kids, whatever. And the, those parents look back and they're like, what did I do? I know some wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful parents whose kids have gone off the rails. And so this is not uh, an indictment. It's more of a of an exhortation and encouragement to those of you who are right. listening who have young children to say, God's word is um, is is life. And when we listen to it and when our children are trained by it, even if they go away, they walk away uh, from the Lord for a while, we can know that we did what was right before the Lord and we continue to bring them to the Lord and ask the Lord to bring them back because ultimately those kids belong to the Lord. So don't allow yourself to be, you know, to listen to that voice of condemnation who would just say, well, you know, that's right. You know, you messed that up. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. It's funny that you, you brought that up because I was just thinking um, that it would be important to go back to um, the gospel and the fact that, you know, we, we are exhorting parents to do uh, what God says to do, but none of us is going to do it perfectly and we're all going to make mistakes. And the point is that we go back to the Lord with it and we yeah. ask him to help us. We ask him for his forgiveness. And sometimes that means we bring our kids with us and mm. we say, you know, I have to, I've had to apologize to my kids so many times. You know, I'm sorry. I said that out of anger. I, you know, I did, it wasn't right. But the point was I was showing them what was right and wrong. And, and I have even said to them, just so you know, because I was so worried that they were going to see uh, that they were going to think that Jesus was like me and I had been misbehaving, um, <laughs> <laughs> that I would say to them, I just need you to know that Jesus would never do that. <laughs> and, you know, the, the point is that that's the beauty of the gospel. It's a story of redemption and God redeems, you know, he takes our efforts that we make as imperfect as they can be. And he takes it and he makes it something beautiful in our mm. kids. And sometimes, like you said, it doesn't happen immediately. Sometimes they walk away for a while, but the story's not over till it's over. Yeah. And, you know, God is a God of redemption and he loves to tell redemption stories and he wants our life to be a story of redemption. And I think um, that's the beauty in all of it is we get yeah. to bring our kids and ourselves back to the cross and remind them about what Jesus did and, and who he is and who we are in him. Yeah, that's right. And I think just remembering that, that in the end, at the end, when we are, are obedient to the Lord, he says that when you train up a child in the way he should go, when he's old, he won't depart from it. We hang on to that promise as mothers. We hang on to it as parents. We trust the Lord that He has, he's working a redemption plan. And then we uh, don't allow the, uh, anything, even a rebellious child, to veer us off of that hope, veer us okay. away from that hope that we have found in the Lord. I just, I love mm-hmm. uh, uh, reading Anne Graham Lotz and she was writing on uh, suffering, and I think she understands a lot about suffering. And she said, some people who suffer run away from God, and I know the tendency, but instead, I have learned to run to Him. And I think, man, you know, for all the moms who are listening to this today and are just thinking, I can't do this parenting thing one more time, I can't swat my child on the bottom one more time because I'm just so tired of it, I don't care if they, you know, break every window in my house, it's exhausting, but God wants to meet you in the process. And He wants uh, to shape us through the process of shaping our children. It really is a beautiful thing, this process of becoming more like Jesus. And that's a lot of what's happening um, as we raise our children for the Lord. So I'm going to wrap that uh, this podcast up for today. Dorinda, thank you so much for coming back and talking with me about this. I always appreciate uh, your uh, encouragement and your insight for moms. I always love being here with you. Hey, everybody, don't forget that we've got a brand new scripture writing challenge up right now at the blog, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. If you want to get in on the prizes, you'll want to follow me on Instagram. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to leave a review for us at iTunes. And we'll for see you For more back encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.